reminder before we begin tonight, kindly keep your phone on the silent mode using the mute button or the star six option on your phone. I'd like to give a few pointers and reminders if you are connecting to the members um, Sangat site and would like to follow along with the readings on your computer. Kindly click on the yellow show hide link that is on the top of the screen to display the text. The lavender font section is if you like to adjust the size of the text that is displayed on the screen. And you can click the red leave satsang button if at any time you'd like to leave the satsang. The audio of the videos will be played over the phone. You can, you can either listen to the audio being played over the phone line at that time or you can watch the video directly by clicking on the video tab. For anyone wishing to play the video, we will be giving a countdown from three to one click, so you can try and synchronize the video on your end with the audio that will be played over the phone. And again, at that time, please make sure your phone is muted. If at any time you need any technical assistance, please type in the messages box at the bottom of your screen. Michael Balducci, who is our tech support person this evening, will do his best to help you. So with that, welcome to Satsang. Our spiritual program, this gathering is held under the leadership of Sant Rajinder Singh Ji Maharaj. He is a spiritual master who teaches meditation on the inner light and sound that leads to an awakening of our spiritual consciousness, bringing us inner peace that ultimately contributes to outer peace. This program is sponsored by Science of Spirituality, a spiritual organization with over 3,000 centers worldwide dedicated to transforming lives through meditation. Each week we gather together to reflect on a theme from the spiritual teachings and to spend time with others who share the goal of leading a spiritually enriched life through meditation, self-introspection and service. Today we will explore the topic, Benefits of Having a Spiritual Master. Throughout the ages, saints and spiritual masters have come to share their spiritual teachings. They remind us of our separation from God and awaken us to the treasures that lie within. They not only model what our life should be like, but they also teach us how to meditate on the inner light and sound. They befriend us, tutor us, and guide us on the spiritual journey. In our first reading, Sant Rajinder Singh Ji recounts a story from the past to emphasize the immense value of having a spiritual master. And Nancy will do this reading. Thank you, Radhika. This is entitled Sharing the Divine Honey by Sant Rajinder Singh Ji Maharaj. There is a story of a beautiful queen who loved to sit under the trees and enjoy the beauty of nature. One day as she looked up, she noticed a bee flying around a honeycomb. As she sat there, some liquid dripped onto her face. When some dripped onto her lips, she accidentally licked them and was surprised by its sweetness. She thought, this liquid dripping is out, is sweet. This would be great to add to tea and give it a sweeter flavor. 
She asked her attendants to collect some of this liquid and bring it to the palace. She took this sweet substance and experimented by flavoring different foods with it. She had discovered honey for the first time and learned how the bees made it. She continued to experiment with it to learn how it could improve the taste of food and beverages. Over time, she taught the people in her kingdom how to cook with honey. This new type of flavoring became popular throughout her kingdom. No other country had ever seen it or heard of it before. Over the years, word spread about this special flavoring that was being made in her kingdom. The queen told the people of her kingdom to keep the information on how honey was made a secret. Although people heard of the honey, no one from her kingdom would divulge the method of how it was made. Years later, the queen's daughter, Princess, was invited to visit another country to visit the emperor. It was traditional to bring a gift when visiting the emperor of another country. She thought deeply about what would be special to bring to him. She asked her father, the king, what to bring. The king sent for the wisest men in the land to find out what would be the most special gift that the princess could bring with her for the emperor. The princess asked, what do you think would be the most valuable gift that I could bring the emperor? They thought about it for a while and told her, the secret of making honey is the most valuable gift you could bring him. The princess did not know what to do. It was forbidden to share the secret of making honey with anyone outside of her kingdom. How could she bring the gift without her mother, the queen, finding out? She decided the best way to bring this gift was to bring to the emperor some of the bees that made the honey. The princess asked one of her attendants to put her hair up into an elaborate hairstyle. She hid the eggs of the bees in the folds of her hair. Then she set off for the other country. Since no one could see the eggs in her hair, she was able to transport them from her kingdom. When she reached the distant kingdom, she took care of the eggs until they hatched. She then let them grow into bees that produced the honey. She presented the honey to the emperor. He greatly appreciated the valuable gifts she had brought. She then taught the emperor the secret of how bees make honey. The emperor took care of the bees, which laid more eggs. Over time, they multiplied. They continued to thrive in his country. Soon, there were thousands of bees. The honey they produced was used by the people of his land. Unlike the queen who discovered the honey, the emperor did not keep the information on how honey was made a secret. As a result, not only people of his country, but people throughout the world were taught the secret of honey. Before long, everyone around the world knew the secret of honey. This imaginary tale is a beautiful analogy to describe the role of the spiritual masters and saints. The secret they share with the whole world is not physical honey, but the sweet nectar of the divine. They share with suffering humanity the secret of how to find the sweet nectar of the divine that leads the soul back to God. Throughout the ages, Saints and spiritual masters have blessed this earth with their spiritual teachings. Through their grace, suffering souls are able to find a way to reunite with God. Just like the queen who wanted to keep knowledge of honey a secret, so does Cal, the sustaining power, 
want to keep it secret that God exists and that we can reunite with God. We are kept in ignorance of the most valuable gift of all, experiencing our soul and God. We are in the dark about the fact that there is God. The soul is a part of God, and we can reunite the soul with God. The honey divine nectar that connects us with God is called the Holy Nam, Shabs, or the light and sound of God. We have forgotten who we are as soul and are ignorant of reuniting our soul with the Creator. The spiritual masters are like the princess who is able to bring the honey out of the kingdom to impart it to the whole world. Just as the princess was able to find a way to bring the honey out of her country even though the queen tried to keep it there, so do spiritual masters find a way to bring us knowledge of the divine honey. They are able to put people in touch with the divine nectar that reconnects our soul with God. How do they do it? They teach people through the process of initiation how to find the spiritual honey within. At the time of holy initiation, they open our third or single eye so we can see the light of God, and they open our inner ear to hear the celestial music or sound of God. They teach us the method of meditation by which we can become absorbed into the inner light and inner sound within. Once we connect with the inner light, we see inner vistas unfold for us. We think that honey is delicious, but tastier than outer honey is the honey within. This inner nectar also radiates with divine light and sings with divine music. We see light of various colors and radiant inner stars, moon, and sun. We come to the most beautiful manifestation of all, the ethereal or radiant form of the spiritual master. This form serves as our inner guide on the further journey within. The spiritual master takes us to even more beautiful realms, from the astral to the causal and supercausal realms, until we reach the soul's eternal home, Sach Khan. There, our soul merges back in God. There is no more valuable gift that can be brought to humanity than contact with the inner light and sound. Just as the princess brought the most valuable gift her kingdom had to offer, which was the secret of making honey, the spiritual masters bring from God to humanity the most valuable gift, the secret of contacting the inner nectar of the light and sound within us. Thank you, Nancy. In our second reading, Santrajinder Singh Ji urges us to take a good look at our life and compare the fleeting material possessions of this world to the everlasting bliss that awaits us within. He discusses the importance of Simran, which is the silent repetition of God's name, and how we can deepen our spiritual life through daily meditation. And Suresh will do this reading. Thank you, Radhika. The Inner Treasure by Satrajinda Singh Ji Maharaj. If we look around us, we find that most people in the world spend their lives trying to amass money, material possessions, fine jewelry, grandiose titles for themselves, worldwide fame, positions of power, and prestigious relations. Others spend their time pursuing worldly pleasures to gratify the sensual desires. With the advent of advertising, people feel that unless they have a television set or a car, 
that they're not keeping up with the times and are out of touch. There is a mad race to abandon what we already have for the newest technology. We work day and night to satisfy our wants, even if it means acquiring those things that we do not really need. Sadly, all these acquisitions are not lasting. We know that we may lose our money and possessions. Those who are famous today may, not, may be infamous or even forgotten tomorrow. People with high positions can face demotion or job loss at any moment. Even our relations can be cut from us in a moment by the swift and sure hand of death. Whatever happiness we derive from material possessions, power and fame is not lasting. In fact, when we lose any of them, we suffer pain and anguish. We all should realize that the inner experiences of light and sound are the real treasures of life. Rather than trying to amass money and possessions, it would be more beneficial if we try to amass for ourselves more and more inner experiences. Material possessions can only accompany us as far as death's door. If we are able to hold on to them for the length of our entire life, we are lucky. But when we cross the gates into the beyond, what is material becomes immaterial. It is totally useless, or we cannot take it with us. The experiences of divine light and sound that we enjoy are the only beneficial treasures of life, for they lead us into the beyond. They carry us safely past the Lord of judgment into the waiting arms of a beloved master, who will take us to realms of bliss and joy far beyond the troubles of this world. If we have been lucky enough to have received the inner light and sound, we should realize what a priceless gift we have been given. Fortunately, many of us take it for granted and do not realize its true value. If we meditate regularly, we will enjoy inner visions and vistas of light and the sweet harmony of the inner music. The more we experience these, the more proficient we become in meditation. It is just like developing and refining the muscles to throw a ball or to lift weights or to play a stringed instrument. The more we practice, the more the muscles get used to that movement and the more proficient we become. Similarly, the more we practice focusing our attention within at the third or single eye, the easier it is the next time we meditate. We will develop the habit of stilling the mind by Simran, concentrating our attention at the third eye and sitting patiently and lovingly with our intervening thoughts until we see light or hear sound. Each time we are successful in concentrating within and we see light, we are reinforcing the skill and making it easier to sit for meditation the next time. Day by day, we become better at concentrating and we enjoy more and more inner sights. Initiates of the great spiritual masters should understand the value of the capital we have been giving at the, given at the time of initiation. And we should try to increase it every day. We should not let it dwindle down. We should invest it properly so it will double and triple. We can invest it by keeping the diary, a 
not take, do not just take my word for it. Put it into practice, even on an experimental basis. Test it for yourself. Spirituality is a science, and if you follow the procedures accurately, it will definitely work. The inner light and sound are just the beginning. They lead to a happiness that we cannot find in this world. When we come in contact with them and reach the radiant form of the spiritual master, we will experience bliss and joy far greater than any worldly pleasures or possessions can give us. Let us develop our inner experiences so we can reach the abode of love and light. We will gain a treasure that stays with us forever. We can carry it in our hearts and souls wherever we go. And at any moment, we can dip into that storehouse and be lost in the treasures of divinity and love. How can I convey in words the bliss that awaits you within? How can I describe to you the absolute rapture of having the spiritual master's divine love engulf you, surround you, permeate your every pore, and drench your soul with wave after wave of nectar? How can I find the words to explain what it is like for your entire soul to melt into an eternal union with your beloved? What a thrill it is to fly at supersonic speed in the embrace of the divine beloved within. How can I convey to you what it is like to have the Lord caress your soul with divine glances, to breathe the fire of love into your every breath? Once you taste these experiences, you will be floating through life, filled with constant bliss. This eternal treasure lies within you. It is so close, you do not even need to reach out to grasp it. As one of Sandarshan Singhji Maharaj's verses says, God is within you. He is nearer to you than your jugular vein. Give a little lift to your soul. Call out to him and he will surely meet you. Bliss and love are already waiting within us. We only have to decide to enjoy it. We only have to resolve to reduce the failures on our diary to zero, keep our mind from wandering, sit in meditation, and experience the treasures within. The spiritual masters have given us everything we need. There is nothing further they can do but to encourage us to do our part. Their love, their grace, and their glances are constantly being showered upon us to boost us within. Just use the tools they have given us to keep our mind free and our soul receptive. If we do so, we will enjoy the divine treasure of light and sound, which will transport us to the everlasting realms of love and joy. Thank you. Thank you, Suresh. Our first video segment by Sant Rajinder Singhji emphasizes the role of the spiritual master as a true friend who teaches us meditation on the inner light and sound so that we can soar to regions within. I'll be giving a 3 to 1 countdown. And here we go. 3, 2, 1. Sandarshan Singhji Maharaj wrote very beautifully one of the other verses. He says, I have no friend except 
is the radiant form of the master. And so the, he's saying the physical light, you see the physical master, you see the body of the master, you don't see anything beyond that. But that's not what the master power is. The true master is the master power. This is the physical light, you will never see the Lord. You cannot see the Lord, because you only can see physical objects. But as we rise above physical body consciousness, as we get to our own spiritual state, which is at the level of our soul, then are we able to see the, the friend, the radiant friend, the radiant form of the master. And then, so, Sandarshan Singhji Maharaj here is telling us that we need to rise above physical body consciousness to experience the divine. And then what the master is will start to be revealed to us. It's when we get to that stage that we start to experience the master. It's just like, um, let's say you're going to kindergarten and you have a teacher. And that teacher is, is teaching you how to read alphabet. So to read alphabet, A, B, C, and things like that. You know, you could go to middle school, you still might have the same teacher, and the teacher could be a group. Now they can teach you how to make words and make languages and sentences and paragraphs. And then, uh, let's say you have a super-duper teacher who's teaching you all the way along. You get to high school and they can do your math and calculus and everything. And you go to college and they can uh, teach you all the more intricacies of the subject that you're learning. And you can do your master's and PhD and they can help guide you. So, you don't know the depths of the teacher when you're learning from them. But they can only teach you to that level because there will be teachers who can only teach kindergarten. And, and so once you learn from them, they can't teach you anymore because they don't know any more than that. In, in middle school, you have to go to some other teacher. So they can only teach you to middle school. In high school, you get someone else because the middle school teacher doesn't know enough to teach you high school stuff, and the high school teacher doesn't know enough to teach you college stuff, and the college teacher doesn't know enough to teach you uh, for uh, graduate programs. So, so the teacher can only teach you to the level that they know themselves. But if you get a master, a perfect master, they can take you from one level, take you all the way up, to uh, the heights that you need to reach. And that is what we find in the masses in the Sattva tradition. Thank you, Master. In our final reading today, we will hear about the benefits of having a spiritual master, the gift of initiation, and the winding up of our karmic load so that we can soar within on the current of light and sound. And Mary will do this reading. Thank you, Radhika. Meditation on the inner sound involves filling the body, filling the mind through listening to the inner sound current with which one comes in contact at initiation by a living spiritual master and concentrating on the inner sound in its various manifestations. One travels on the inner sound to higher regions until the soul merges back into God. 
through meditation, the soul temporarily withdraws from the senses and the outer world, rises above physical body consciousness, traverses the inner realms, and reunites with God. A perfect spiritual master opens the inner eye and inner ear at the time of initiation, so seekers can contact the light and sound. The radiant form of a perfect spiritual master protects and guides the soul through the inner journey. The spiritual master gives five charged names that serve as a protection and a password to help the soul travel through the higher planes. The spiritual master takes over the responsibility of winding up the karma of the disciples during his or her lifetime so the soul can achieve union with God. The soul undergoes a long journey through various forms of creation from the moment it is separated from God until it returns to God. This journey involves transmigration of the soul from one life form to another. As the soul passes through life, it accumulates karma, a record of its thoughts, words, and deeds. Karmas accumulated can be good or bad, good thoughts, words, and deeds, or bad thoughts, words, and deeds. In the three lower regions of creation, the law of karma, or action and re-
service is provided in high definition by free conference call hd.com. Please for your access. Access code accepted. Muted. The radiant form of the perfect spiritual master protects and guides the soul through the inner journey. The spiritual master... The host has muted the conference. This line cannot be unmuted. To help the soul travel through the higher plane. The spiritual master takes over the responsibility of winding up the karma of the disciples during his or her lifetime so the soul can achieve union with God. The soul undergoes a long journey to various forms of creation from the moment it separated from God until it returns to God. This journey involves transmigration of the soul from one life form to another. As the soul passes through life, it accumulates karma, a record of its thoughts, words, and deeds. Karmas accumulated can be good or bad. Good thoughts, words and deeds, or bad thoughts, words and deeds. In the three lower regions of, of creation, the law of karma, or action and reaction, provides a system of justice in which one is rewarded for good deeds and punished for bad deeds. One must remain in the three lower regions to reap the rewards and punishments for one's karma until all karma is paid off. Since it is virtually impossible to live without engaging thoughts, words, and deeds, one is continually accumulating karma. Thus, it is difficult to wind up all karma, especially since karmas what are accumulated from life to life. Okay. One can... One great benefit of being initiated by a living master is that the spiritual master takes over the karmic accounts of initiates and helps them wind up karmas in this lifetime. Thus, there is no need for disciples to come back for another life, and they can return to the eternal bliss of union with God. The spiritual master can adjust the disciples' karmic debt if he feels it is in his or her best spiritual interest. At times, the master even takes on a disciple's karma. The spiritual master provides outer guidance to the disciple in his or her own spiritual progress and offers spiritual grace to the loved ones of disciples. Within are planes of ethereal beauty, light, love, and bliss. We need not speculate on their existence. Through meditation, we can experience them and know there is life after them. Along with meditation, saints teach us sorry, along with meditation, saints teach that ethical living is an indispensable foundation for spiritual progress. Ethical living includes non violence, truthfulness, humility, purity and selfless service. There is a story about a lion cub that became lost from its mother. A mother sheep found the lion cub frightened and alone in the wilderness. Out of compassion, the sheep 
took the cup and raised him as her own. As the cup grew up with the other sheep, she began to act like them. It would cry, ba, ba, like the other sheep, and believe it was also a sheep. One day, when the cub had grown up to be a young lion, it was wandering alone in the forest. An adult lion came by and thought it strange to hear this young lion baying like a sheep. The older lion said, Why are you making sounds as if you were a sheep? The, lion, the young lion said, Because I am a sheep. What are you talking about? You are a lion, said the older lion. No, said the young lion, I am a sheep. I was raised by a sheep, and my brothers and sisters are sheep. The older lion said, Come with me. It brought the young lion to a pool of water. Look down into the still pool, said the older lion. When the young lion looked down, it jumped up. It jumped back, startled to see a lion's face staring back at it. See, you are a lion. The older lion told him, That is who you really are. We are in the same predicament as the young lion. We think we are the body and the mind. We do not realize that we are soul. We are not sheep. We are lions. Lions of God. We are the kings and queens of the jungle. We are true sons and daughters of God. The reflecting pool in which we can see who we really are is the stillness of meditation. When the body and mind are still, we can see our true self as souls. Meditation is a practical method in which we can discover our true self as souls and rise above body consciousness to reunite the soul with God. It is a way to discover our true purpose in life and reach enlightenment in this lifetime. We can uncover who we really are and truly say we know ourselves. I pray that he who has the desire to truly know his or her self will be blessed with that knowledge and realize oneness with God. In our next video selection, Sant Rajinder Singh Ji explains that an inner guide is needed on the spiritual journey. At the end of this video, he will lead us directly into our final meditation. And here is the countdown once again. From three, two, one.
physical level, we cannot experience God. But God is the power. It's the spirit and consciousness. And so we need to write And so we try to focus with that and experience that, that power. You call it God power, whatever power. That can help us truly, truly find a connection with God. Now we go to spiritual math and get help. Just like we go to school. You know, if you want to learn physics, you go to a physics professor. If you want to chemistry, you go to a chemistry professor. Because they're experts in that arena. And as they said, we don't care if, if the professor is a follower of the same faith we are or not. We go to the class because we realize that that person has proficiency in that subject. And they have gone through whatever it takes for them to become teachers of the subject. And so we learn from them. So also in this picture arena, we try to seek a saint or a master who can help us. Because help from them comes so that they can guide us to the God. And as that happens, then we find that every God has their company. It's called a means the truth and some means to be with truth. And so a company of the true saint is called a sattva. So when we are there, then we are asked to keep our attention on the master. Why? Because our mind is going to distract us. Whether it's criticism, whether it's other thoughts that we have, our mind is going to put us in a state where our attention would not be in the spiritual arena. And then also as we go on the spiritual journey, um, we have an inner guide. It's a care that is in the soul. And that's what we call that way comes in the form of the master, for the radiant form of the master. It means this is the form of the master for its life. And so, as a teacher of the truth, the two which make us get closer and closer to God, are the first stage when we are in the satsang or in that arena with the physical master. Second is, when we meditate and we get to what is called Arina Math. Because both of those stages help us get closer to God. The outer master is going to help us have an intellectual understanding of what the special pattern so that our mind or the questions that our mind raises can be answered. And the inner master becomes the inner guide to guide us to the inner region. You know, let's say we are here in Chicago. Let's say we want to fly to uh, So we want to go on a plane with a pilot who knows the way. We don't want to go to anyone and just go with that. But instead of bringing back one, we might use some other place. Or we might just go in circles and circles and circles. So you want someone who knows how to get there. And that's where the guidance of the inner master comes in. Because as we rise in the physical body function, as we go on the spiritual journey with them, we need guidance. Just like we have distractions of the world outside, 
There are many distractions on the regions within. But when we have guidance, then we can pass through those distractions and we can reach our goal. And that is very, very important. So as we go on the spiritual journey, what we, the techniques that we learn are the ones that which our mind can be still. Chilling the body is easy, finding a spot there, sitting down, sitting by ourselves, not having anyone disturb us is easy. So all the five senses of seeing, of uh, hearing, smell, taste, and touch can be wrong. But the difficulty comes in as soon as you close the eyes, if you bombard with thoughts. So the saint or the master gives us what is called Simran. Simran is repetition of God's name. These names, when they're given to us, they're charged by the attention of the master. That's why when we repeat them mentally, they start to help us be able to still our mind. When our body is still and our mind is still, then we'll be able to go on the spiritual journey, a journey of love and a journey of life. But to get there, our attention needs to be focused. Many times when we come to the spiritual path, we see many people there. We see the dedication with which they come, the devotion with which they come. It has a tremendous effect on us. The environment uh, is good. And then when, when we are uh, going on a path, when we come to like the big programs, there are many people there. Sometimes something happens where we might not feel that comfortable. And so, since the sixth day, as we are in the Pichadilla, our attention should be focused over the goal and not on the outside. So, Darshan Singh Ji Maharaj wrote much about the Pichadilla. I'd like to take up of his verses. Uh, he talked about what should be uh, our uh, source of attention as we want to excel on the spiritual path. Where should our focus be? The source of this is in Otherwise, if they're distracted by what's happening in the other day, 
they won't be able to focus on their own goals. So our focus needs to be on our beating the pacer, and and everything else should be secondary. And so if we are distracted by by this person or that person or what happened to us at work or what happened to us, and we try to sit too many days. and we never reach our goal so we need to forgive and forget it's only when we forget that we'll forgive we keep on remembering and remembering that we're never going to be able to forgive anyone when someone criticizes us someone does something uh, which we don't think is correct we need to put it on the side and say okay that was we did understanding We're not going to let them bother us. Otherwise, it comes to haunt you, and you are never going to be able to be still. And if we are not still in the body and the mind, we can never reach our goals. Key is to find that stillness. And so, some Darshan Sindhi Maharaj says, those who want to get to their goals, and this is a blissful goal because once we experience God, once we know God, then there's nothing but happiness and joy. So when you want to reach your goal, your focus should be just on the goal. Don't let any other distraction pull you off. In another word, uh, he's talking about a person who's in that state, and what happens to that person who's totally focused on the path. And, and many times when we come to satsang, and our attention is on the path, so then we could be having a spiritual experience because. Spiritual radiation is coming to the path and to each and every one of us. Those of us who are receptive are the ones who receive it, and those who think of something else but then just come around, and they never gain from that spiritual radiation coming to them. So, some Darshan Singh Maharaj talks about a person who is totally uh, in tune with the Lord, whose attention is on God, whose attention is on the Master. So he says, "Ame to shoke just jo me hoshi nahi raha, suna hai."